Speak between the lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. <laughs> okay. All right, man. We're back. <laughs> we, we are back. We are back. Um, do we want to start with A being out, or do we want to start with the intro? I mean, uh, didn't we didn't, did we start off the other one? I can't yeah. remember. No, no. We'll do the intro first. All right, cool. All right, y'all. Speak Between the Lines podcast, episode 103. It's your boy, Young Rez. Join with J-Rock in the building. And we are without Ave. So it's another uh, <laughs> Rock and Ave. I mean, uh, Rez, and Rock, Rez and Rock show. And a Freudian slip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, J-Rock and Rez in the building. Um, shout out to my young man, King Ave and his wife. Uh, they are cruising uh, for the next two weeks. Well, not this week. Not a week. Yeah. It'll be, he'll be back. He'll be gone for about two weeks. Yeah. So, but uh, shout out to them. Uh, definitely hope they stay safe because that Corona is not playing right now. Man, it's everywhere. It's no, it's no escaping it right now. Fam, I was at uh, Costco this morning, mm-hmm. and they ain't even giving out like treats or like samples, nothing. And then we were like, we thought, oh well, we probably went because you know everybody was at church service, so they not bringing the food out till later. Then we were headed home, and they had it on social media, like. Yeah, nah, they, they chilled out on that. They're not doing it. I mean, I'm not mad at it. It's actually, it's a good look. Yeah, I'm not mad at me. Uh, it is what it is. It is, it is. But yeah, man, everything been good? Everything's been really good. Um, great week, you know, relaxing, you know, get myself ready to move to the next levels and uh, professionally and socially, so it's all good with me. Bet. And y'all bodied last episode too. I appreciate that. Well done. I, I love listening to y'all when I'm out because it's just it's fire. It's fire. Y'all killed it. Yes. It, 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 man, and what was crazy? It didn't even. This show for us seemed like we we're going for hours. Really? And it's like, oh, <laughs> it started out 103. <laughs> <laughs> good timing. Yeah, good timing. Up. It was all good. I, I enjoyed it. That's what's up. That's what's up. But yeah, man. Um, I'm ready to get into it, man. Uh, wins and losses. Man, so I have a win that that turns into a loss. Okay, do tell. So this week, uh, the, the demo for Final Fantasy VII uh, remake came out. I saw that. Man, yo, yo, it's amazing. It is. It is. It, it's it's the exact same demo that came for the original game. I heard that. back in the day. So it's yep. you sneak into the plant, you have to fight the scorpion monster, and then it. You know, cuts off as the plant is getting destroyed. Right. Amazing game. I can't wait to play it. Right. Did some research on it. The Final Fantasy remake that's coming out is only the first disc of Final Fantasy. Wait. What? Yes. So, because oh, it's two discs originally. No, it's three discs originally. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. So they're gonna drop it as three separate games? Three separate. I'm not paying a hundred. Are you paying full price for each game? Mm-hmm. Fam. Yo, it's like there's oh, no way I'm paying that's crucial. A hundred and eighty dollars a hundred, however the math is. Wow, fam. You know what I'm saying? That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. Well, you know, you can you can make the smooth move. You can uh get Gamefly for what they do, like three months free, and then you can wait till all three games are out and then get it. Yeah, what well, I'm probably doing, I'm just gonna wait for them to redo everything. Right. Once all three games are out, they're gonna they're gonna do some type of collector's edition. Ooh, do you where, wait that long? That might be I'm, like a year or two. Man, it's probably gonna be like three or four. 
Well, I was trying to be nice. But yeah, because like this game is done, and it's just the first disc. So they have to redo the rest of the whole game. So when's the first disc drop? Um, at the twenty eighth, I believe, of this month, towards the end of the month. Wow. When's the second disc? No information on it. Oh, it's like that. Yeah. They doing y'all dirty. It's like that, man. So like, uh, imagine you getting the last um uh. Snake Eater, uh, the Metal Gear Solid Four. Yeah, and it's only the first two missions on the game, and it's like, oh, I'll be hot. For, hey, for, for the next three missions, we're gonna charge another sixty dollars. No, they did that. Remember when Metal Gear Five, uh, Phantom Pain? Mm-hmm. Uh, remember they dropped the demo, uh, Metal Gear Solid Ground Zero, and we were like, we oh, were like, oh yeah, man, and that was this a separate game. Amazing, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, we paid sixty dollars to buy the game. And then you got to pay another 60 for Phantom. We're like, whoa, hold up, bro. Like, wait, that's not what you said. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm going to be playing this one at all. That hurts. Ooh, that that's a tough one. Man, especially for this one because it brings me back to my childhood. Right. You know what I mean? Like, th- like, that was the game. And I can imagine that's being an emotional moment for you, like, to see something from your childhood just remade like next gen oh man it was amazing and i bet it looks incredible oh, i've seen clips man like because the original is turn-based I, I know i'm geeking out for, for y'all for me no, you're, you're, you're good you're good you're good but it's like the original is turn-based this one is more of a action rpg where it's not taking turns it's literally you going hack slashing mm. doing magic on your own timing right and now they're just gonna screw me with like oh no we're not gonna do the whole game it's like it's the, the whole, it's, it's, the, it's age of the whole uh it's a uh, DLC all over again. Because first it was that is grimy. Is micro uh, micro transactions. Yeah. With EA and then everybody came on board. It's okay, we can make money now. Everybody's winning DLC. Right. Where you you buy the game, a incomplete version of the game. Oh, we're gonna complete it. Buja paid extra twenty thirty dollars to get the rest of it. It's like, come on, man. Right. Come on, man. You ain't got to do me like that. That's 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 crazy, bro. So, I'm like, I'm excited because I'm like, this was like the first big game of my childhood. It was this and it was Metal Gear Solid. And now it's like, you guys are going to screw me over on something like that? Come on now. That So, I mean, but is it even going to make it past the life of the PlayStation 5? I mean, PlayStation 4 because 5 coming. I don't know. But uh, I'm assuming they're probably going to do it as DLC. And probably in like six months to a year, they'll drop the rest of it, or um, Ooh, they'll they'll drop it like right right the bunk prior to the PlayStation Five, and then resell it again on the PlayStation Five for that's, the full version. Yeah, that's the hustle. Yep. So like, I can definitely see them doing that. I can see it too. That makes so, sense. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, damn, that's tough, bro. Tell me about it. <laughs> that, that that's tough, man. Like, I think. Ooh, yeah, I can't imagine. Like, I, I, I know the magic of seeing something you love remastered. Because I remember when Metal Gear Solid dropped on PlayStation, and I finally got the remix mm. Twin Snakes on uh, GameCube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this looks amazing. Right? Yeah. But to he- if that game was chopped up into like two discs, like the original Metal Gear, I'd have been hot. I'd have been hot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this week, um, I took a. I had a W, but I ain't gonna lie. I can't remember what it was, fam. <laughs> yeah, I'm for real. I had a W, but I could. I, something happened this week. Um, oh, 
um i graduated uh we had um the i always mess up the name it's like a professional it's like associate profession something uh, development course. program yeah, yeah it's like a program for our job and i, I was mm-hmm. able to graduate from it and that was cool because they uh they let me do a speech um, oh really how would that go relatively well considering uh the pressure because we didn't think we didn't think it was going to be that big a deal um because apparently the first graduation we're the second class yeah yeah uh the first graduation probably only had like i don't know 30 people show up in the audience or anything, something like that 30 maybe 40 pushing mm-hmm. uh this one it was like 100 plus like they they put us in um you know that big big where yeah. we, the df with the dallas room mm-hmm. we were in there and it was packed and um you know the vps were there the uh managers were there the um head of hr was there like i mean it was it was a star-studded event yeah Yeah, we were like oh snap everybody who needed to impress to do good in life yeah (laughs) yeah no pressure so that went that went went really well and so um you know we talked about it off air about you know going ahead and taking classes to kind of help us get where we need to go professionally Mm -hmm. uh so that was cool but i did take an l so um I went to the dentist office last Friday. Cause, okay. You know, I have all my, the follow up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, this is my third follow up since the uh, wisdom teeth were taken out. Okay. So the first follow up went well, you know, everything was healing fine. Second follow up. I went because like randomly, like my jaw started hurting. So like, I, like pretty pause. much. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, where my sideburn and my edge up track, mm-hmm. I feel pain, and I can't, I can't um, pause. I can't open my mouth all the way. So like, so like. It, oh, I wish Abe was here for this. Yeah, man. It, <laughs> but it's hard. It's hard to eat. It's it, it really is hard to eat. Like me and Abe yeah. went to, um, you know, we'll go out to lunch like uh, once a week just to chop it up, and I had some wings, and I couldn't even eat like the wings. Like, really. get you on the, the other side of your mouth. Well. Well, that too. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, even trying to get it in there, pause. Like, it's it's Jeez, it's tough, man. And so, um, pause, pause. <laughs> <laughs> so I had um, I went to I went back to the dentist and they took X rays, and they found out that the there's a little piece of uh, tooth that they left in. Oh. And it's sitting right on the nerve ending. It's sitting right there, and so uh, I have to have surgery Tuesday to um take it out. Um, so I got to go back in um, in a couple of days. So you can be you can be down again yeah. for like a, another week. Well, they said it's not as severe because it's only taking one. Um, so remember last time I did all four. Uh, mm. This one I might be like two three days max. Um, but like yeah, they gotta they gotta cut it open again. And like he pretty much just told me it's like your body's rejecting the tooth. So like uh, they knew it was sitting by the nerve and they didn't want to play with it. So they were like we're going to leave just a little bit in it, but my body's starting to push it out. So there's a gap between, it's like a small gap between the nerve and where the tooth is. So because it's getting pushed out, they're saying they're going to go ahead and try to get out there. In a way I'm scared. I ain't gonna lie. But in another way, I'm, I'm like, I need to be able to speak. Yeah. And, Oh no! Uh, I know exactly what you're talking because when I had all mine taken out, yeah, they 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 took it, the whole piece out, yeah, and it's like it, the tooth, the root of it was on the nerve, so oh. it's like, dang, um, you know, don't talk. Period for the mm. full week uh, that we're taking it out uh, because if any air gets in it and it closes up, it could cause problems. Ooh. And like the um, so 
when I did it, uh, what was it, eight years ago at the time? Mm. So I scheduled my, um, I scheduled to have my, uh, the wisdom teeth removed, and I did it on Monday. Mm. So I, well, I did not, I did the Friday so I could have the weekend off, and I had the, the whole full week off from work. Right. And I scheduled my interview oh. for, for my job for the following Friday. So that way I have a time to recover for a week and I, I can drive out here to Dallas <laughs> for the interview. Wait, is this a Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So, you know, I came off an interview and came back at the follow up with the dentist that following Monday. Hmm. And my dentist was scary. It's like I didn't know if it you know what was happening. It's like, no, I feel great. It's like, oh thank God. <laughs> Fam, when your dentist is like, Oh, thank God, like that that does not put you at ease at all. So like you were running a risk on me? Right. Like <laughs> trial run. Crossing <laughs> fingers, like, please don't sue me. Please don't sue me. So oh, no, I'll waive my rights. Th- th- they'll they'll probably put you in the, uh make sure that you know you don't talk a lot so that way no air gets in it. Yeah. But yeah, you'll probably be out for another week. Damn. Cool. Hopefully not, but you know, you you don't want to risk it. Yeah. No snuggy. All right. Well, um in other news, um we did get a shout out on a, another podcast. Oh. Yeah. Uh so you know, I'll be lurking in these podcast uh, threads and uh, yeah, shout out. Uh, so one um one podcast they they saw the video about mm-hmm. the 100th episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they listened to us uh, and they were like, "Yo, this is dope. We're gonna subscribe." Uh, and for whatever reason, like unprompted, they just gave us a shout out on their podcast. Uh, and their podcast is called uh, "Blended Imperfectly," and so um, it's a podcast. Uh, by a young lady named Mina, young young gentleman named Pete. Uh, they just kind of chop it up. The first episode I listened to was the power episode, and they were kind of going over like the season finale and all the inconsistencies and everything. And I was like, oh, these these two are cool. Like I could actually chop it up with these guys. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, shout out to uh, Blended Imperfectly for you know showing love and for supporting us. You know, it's the podcast movement, and you know we need all the support we can get uh, when it comes to you know this grind. So. I think they can really appreciate it. And it's funny because like when we were doing their, our 100th episode, they were getting ready to do like their first. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they just started. I think they're like seven episodes in, eight episodes in, somewhere in there. That's um, what's up. So, yeah. So check them out. Um, blended Imperfectly. I'm pretty sure anywhere you can find us, you can find them. I wish it. Definitely appreciate the, the shout out. Uh, what did they say to, uh, about this? Uh, they just said that. Well, first of all, they 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 stuttered over our name, you know. So I I, I was actually doing a read, you know, just now to show mm-hmm. them how to do it. Um. <laughs> so 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 we, we stun like that. We, so we stun like that hey, all <laughs> I was like I was like my guy, you gonna do the read, man? Do the read right. But nah, it's it's funny. It's funny. Nah, that's all I love. I'm just I'm just trolling them. Um, but nah, uh, they just said that you know they 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 laughed with the laughed on the show like they really enjoyed us um you know i'm just kind of summarizing yeah, yeah paraphrasing yeah. what they were saying uh but it was a short read i'm giving them much more airtime on our stuff than they did on theirs so you know <laughs> lessons lessons <laughs> i'm trying to show, i'm trying to show y'all the game man i'm trying to show y'all the game but uh no nah, so i love but yeah shout out to them man and uh yeah let's segue out all right, so we do have uh we're gonna jump into tweet between the lines. We uh have another one of our um one people who are from our one hundred episode who did go ahead and send us um a, a voice memo. Uh so we're arguing a chance to go ahead and play it on air and for everyone else, 
uh, you know, who has anything to say, good, bad, or indifferent about the show, definitely go ahead and uh, send us a voice memo. We'll definitely play it on air, regardless of what it is. Most definitely. Um, so send that to speakbetweenthelines at gmail.com. And definitely hit us up on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know what? This is A yeah, makes it seem so much seem, easier. I, I was gonna see how you was gonna do because I wasn't gonna. I had no backup, fam. Like I, I was like, "Hey, fam, it's all on you, fam." I fumbled the ring. <laughs> <laughs> all right, two ten lines. Yep, throw it up, man. All right, so we're going to go ahead and send over to Elise. This was the message that she sent us. Hello to everyone over at Speak Between the Lines. Congratulations to y'all on your 100th episode. That's a really big deal. You guys are awesome. I've been listening for a pretty long time. And I would say to date, my favorite episode has to be episode 75. I think it was called Finding Yourself. And the reason why it's my favorite episode is because I had a group of friends over when I was listening to that. And you guys posed the question, if your spouse was to cheat, do you think they would tell you? And it was this one guy here who was so confident in his answers. And it was another guy here. I don't know if he had some kind of information or whatever, but he had to have just been trying to get under dude's skin. But listen, like y'all was causing problems over here. Okay. It was so entertaining. Me and my friends still talk about it. It was hilarious. I wish I would have recorded it. If I had known you guys would be doing this, I definitely would have recorded it. It would have been awesome for you guys to see. Just know we got a little heated because of y'all, but we had it under control. But I cannot listen to y'all around them niggas now. <laughs> you guys are one of my favorite podcasts. I'm always telling people about you. I hope y'all never stop. I hope y'all keep going. It's so refreshing to cut on a podcast and I have to hear about sex every second. And it, 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 it's such a refreshing thing. Keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing. Congratulations again. And y'all be blessed. Wow. So, first of all, thank you so much for all the love and support. Second of all, you definitely need to have those niggas come back over and yes. keep on listening. Yes. And this I'm recording because I need to see this. Yes, put it on video. Put it on video. Right. Because <laughs> your friend definitely knows what his, what his boy's wife's doing. <laughs> He definitely knows what time it is. About the breaks. He knows the dates. He knows the oh, times. He got the receipts. And and what hotel they've been at. Fam. Fam. Hey, man. Just because you get exposed, man, don't mean you can't get some personal growth out of this. Like, right. Like, like, <laughs> em- embrace, embrace it, man. Embrace it. But um, no, nah, that's that's dope. I'm glad. I'm glad that um, I know because she was gonna be on episode 100 and she got kind of caught up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that she got a chance to send that over to us. I, I was rolling when I first heard that. I was like, yo, like we almost started a fight, man. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> but people, you know, people get caught. You know, when a, when a, when a red red light hit them, you know, when a glare get on their eyes, they they start blinking. They'd be like, ah, oh, no, nah, cut this off. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna deal with this, man. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, next next time y'all listen Fam, to it recorded. If she would have recorded that, dog, like, that would have been so. Oh my god, you had one job. I just want to see the look on old boy's face when his friend breaks it down. It's like, no, well, your wife kind of is out there. Ooh, <laughs> fam, could you imagine that conversation, <laughs> dog? Oh my god, my boy must have been boiling. But I, I would be. No questions asked. 
So what would you do? Like, so hold on, let's, let's, <laughs> hold on, wait, let's do it, let's do it. So wait, so what, what, what do you think you would? What kind of emotion would you go through if, if you're like, yo, my wife, you know, holds me down, everything like that, and your friend is like, fail. <laughs> I, I I can almost see it. It's like you know, first you're like, man, no, my wife got me. The, Nah, and your friends jump in. Like, well, mm, how long y'all really been married though? Ooh, mm, how long? How long did y'all really date before you? You know, before you pop the question. And then, but you know, you still confident though. Yeah. It's like, man, 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 stop playing. Man, I, I'm. T- I, hey, man, I, I done heard some stories, man. I'm just. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> yo, I know. That's. I'm like, yo, how will you really know her? Fam, I've been there before. And then you silent for a minute. You you start playing stuff back. Oh, son. You start thinking about when you send text messages, you got the bubbles pop up. And then it disappears. And She drowned. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> ain't no more air in that shit. She drowned. She out of here. Oh, my God. I'll be pissed. <laughs> oh, man. Especially if you start putting some dates that don't make sense to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm going out with the, I'm going out with my girls. I'll, I'll be back. Right. <laughs> Nine hours later. <laughs> You wake up, you look over. Fail. She still ain't there. No, 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 no. She come back to the crib, but she, she goes straight to the shower. No <laughs> 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 oh, bloody Oh hell. my god! Yo, if your girl pulls up, opens the garage, or opens the front door, and jets straight to the bathroom, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Just hit the shower, fam. You got problems. Sound the alarms. Sound the alarms. Oh my god. Oh, that's tough, fam. I would be, I would pay to be a file on the wall yeah, for that conversation. I wish. Just, no, just to hear the conversation, but hear us in the background. <laughs> like, <laughs> to hear the podcast and, in the background. And this egging that shit on. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God, fam. Oh, you got to get them back over. You got to get them back over. Put them on. Like, any relationship episode we do, like, we got to tag her to make sure that we can get her to get a get-together. Matter of fact... Invite them back over, play Lovers and Friends. Lovers and Friends. What was it? Definitely. Yeah, 13 or 14. 13 or 14. Play that that episode and record it because I need to see that reaction. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, just leave the security cam rolling. (laughs) (laughs) We just need a visual. We don't even need the audio, fam. Right. That's hilarious. (laughs) Just see. Never mind. It's it's cool. They'll be all right. You know, shout out to their marriage. Hopefully, yeah, oh, yeah. We didn't, we didn't get an update. It's been a while. What we say? Sixty-five percent of marriages in divorce. Oh, baby, so lines got me divorced. Yo, you think we initiated a divorce? Well, I mean, if it, if we did, it must have been a pretty weak marriage, you know. Oh, talk that shit. Yeah, you're right. You're you right. If if if, if, a, if one random conversation ends it, you got divorced over a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that shit must have been fire. No, nigga. <laughs> Damn, I subscribed to the podcast that caused my divorce. All right, that's fine. Uh, what are we getting into, man? That's tough. Let's go. What are we doing here? That's tough. That's tough, man. All right, so this week, um, it's hot out here. It is. I want to chop it up about um, a philosophy I've been I've been working on and not been working on. I've been looking back on other examples, yeah, in my life about it, and it's the fact that. Most people live in their comfort zone. So to get out of it, I'm working on being comfortable being uncomfortable. Bars. Bars. So 
Uh, for me personally, this started a couple weeks ago whenever we started with the perception check. Oh, yeah. Because we first said that we were going to do it probably a, almost a year ago. Probably. Give or take. And we said, oh, yeah, well, yeah. We, like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. And in my mind, it's like, I'm not going to do this shit. <laughs> because I knew it would be uncomfortable for me. Right. Because I, I know that some of the feedback isn't going to be something that I want to hear. Right. But the feedback is is necessary for growth. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do something that's going to make me uncomfortable and we'll just see what happens. Right, right. And because of it, you know, I got mentors at work. Um, mm. I got basically put on a pathway. It's like, if you want to do more, these are things that you need to do, these things that you need to focus on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just being okay with the fact that I'm not going to be comfortable. Right. And so that's what brought on this conversation. So once I thought about it, I went back and looked over my life with it. And when I first came out to Texas, the reason I'm from Louisiana, Shreveport, Louisiana, shout out. Shout out. Um, I said the reason why I'm moving to Texas and the reason why I'm taking the job is because it's going to force me to to expand myself. Right. And it has for to a certain extent. But once I got here, I was so focused on let me make sure I just do what I need to do to keep the job instead of being being more career oriented orientated yeah yeah so i've been in my current job for going on eight years this year and i've just been really just focused on even though i've mastered it to a certain extent to where i can do it without thinking when i'm to to really struggle on the verse when i first started it's like god man it's it's, it's taking me the day i'm out of here right <laughs> but it's i said that i was I'm, I'm doing it i'm putting myself in a position where i have to grow but then once I got comfortable, I just got content in being comfortable. Agreed. I've been there. So I'm looking at other people in my life. Uh, my brother, he does IT. He's been doing IT for probably about 10 years. Damn, it's been 10 years already. We old, bro. Man. That's crazy. A decade. That's crazy. A whole decade on it. But I'm looking at him, and every time he, he reaches a goal, he shoots for another one. Right. And whether, because uh, in IT, uh, he does he does certification instead of a degree, and he got his first certification. Okay, so why need to get the next one? Why need to do this next one? Let me go ahead and work on something I don't like in IT so I can get better. Right. And it's I see people who are always pushing themselves to have constant growth. Respect. And it's like I see where their trajectory is. And one thing I used to do uh, when I was a lot younger is I would look at what I'm doing and I would compare my level of comfort to what other people couldn't do mm. and say, I'm doing something that would make somebody else uncomfortable. So even though I'm comfortable, it must be good. Wow. That is, you know deep. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I'm, Ooh. I'm not comparing what I'm doing to the potential I have. Right. I was comparing the potential that somebody else had to what I'm doing. That's fire. And it's really easy to mm. trick yourself into saying that, well, he can't do it. She can't do it. I'm doing it, so I must be okay. Shit like that, bro. Shit like that. That was fire. Even though I'm still in the same place, right. even though I'm not progressing, but I'm taking comfort in the fact that I'm doing something that other people can't do. Right. But what should I be doing? What right. should, how should I be moving forward? You're not competing with yourself. You're competing. Not that, with, that's you know what I'm fire. That's fire. I, 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 man, that's fire, bro. You dropped a dime on that one. 
because it, it's 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 real though because like i just recently felt that way so i have like at my job i know um you know we had a mentee group and um we probably started this group maybe like 2000 and maybe 14 mm-hmm. um 2014 2015 so we're around that era and you know out of all of us i think we were like six deep mm-hmm. uh couple people left the company um you know that's just attrition that happens life, yeah um but two out of no three out of the six that i was with they're supervisors and some of them became supervisors the first level of claims some uh of them are supervising the second level of claims where i'm at right mm-hmm. and it's 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 like they always ask me to go into supervision and i always told them no and right. i was like i don't want i don't want anybody to be able to monopolize my time because i'm looking at the soups at 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 the job and they're like they're working late hours like they're away from their family they don't really have control of their time because their salary so it's mm-hmm. like you're not getting any extra pay it's just whatever they ask you to do you just gotta eat it mm-hmm. and i was like i refuse you know i was on my super time freedom kick so right. i was like you know like nah fam like i'm not doing that i'm doing something else nigga you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right <laughs> i'm getting this money y'all don't know about i'm getting this money that's gonna keep coming back over and over again month after month year after year <laughs> tell them the same thing you know if y'all do the same job y'all doing now the best of your buildings <laughs> in 20 years what, yeah where if, y'all gonna end up at if you don't mike jordan your job <laughs> So you know, I was on that spill. Oh, shout out to network marketing. Yo, shout out to network marketing, fam. <laughs> but but I was on that kick, and but I was I was real about like, yo, fam. I just like y'all niggas look miserable. Like I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not finna do it. And so now you know, fast forward a few years, and it's like it's dudes that I was rolling in the same room with that are like they're supervisors, and I'm a coach, so I have I, I enjoy what I do because I have more more freedom like i'm not stuck to a phone like mm-hmm. i can i can actually mentor and teach people mm-hmm. um the only difference is they're mentoring and teaching people on a higher pay scale and they have more face time with management once i took that associate development class associate associate professional development whatever it's called i That's realized the, yeah. i realized i was in a comfort i was in my comfort zone mm-hmm. and i remember uh the lady um that was teaching the class. She's so dope, man. You're going to love her when you get that class. She said, um, Rudy, why aren't you a supervisor? I was like, well, I didn't really want to be a supervisor. And she hit me with the, uh, what I, what, no, I made an excuse. I said, oh, I didn't, I didn't want someone else to monopolize my time or anything like that. And she said, how many good supervisors do we have up here? Oh, and then yeah, she hit me. She she got punched, man. I, and and I couldn't think of too many. I only had like a handful. But the fact that they're able to have a real conversation about that, yeah, th- you're gonna love her, dog. She, she that's because it. a lot of people. I know. I'm sorry about Cyborn, but a lot of people aren't willing to say that about their company. Facts. The fact that it's like okay, well, I'm looking at you, and I'm looking at what's out there. We need more what are you, you doing? Yeah, yeah, like what are you doing? And so, and fam, she keeps it a buck. But she she was like, "How many good soups we got?" And I couldn't really answer the question, but we both kind of knew. Yeah, yeah, what she was getting at. And then she was like, um, "She said, listen, like you are a black man. 
how many good suits do we have? How many black suits do we have? And that's that same she question. just started. She just started going, mm-hmm. and it, and it made a lot of sense. And then I'm sitting there like, man, I got two kids on the way, fam. You know, so it's like I I need to stretch myself, um, because literally, like, when I was doing the perception checks, the number one thing that kept coming back uh, on what I need to work on uh, was you need to work on branding yourself. You need to work on getting more FaceTime. You need to work on um stretching yourself and getting to where you need to get to like you're you're good mm-hmm. however you're good in a limited capacity like you your your reach is only so far and that's kind of where I was getting pushed at so when we did the graduation she asked me to speak to get airtime yeah yeah in front of the people that I need to get airtime with and then um you know, it prompted me to go to school because I kept saying, like, comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know, I always fought my dad on, like, my dad was like, oh, well, you need to get a college degree. And I was like, you know, uh, you know, most millionaires in the world, right. they ain't got no degree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, you know, you know, Michael Jordan, don't get a degree. Right. <laughs> you know, shout out to Network Marketing because I, like, I was like, what the fuck? What I need a degree for? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then Dave Ramsey was in my head, like, nigga, you finna go into debt. Like, right. So I'm like, it's bad. I'm like, I hear Dave Ramsey and Network Marketing. I'm like, nah, bump that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That. And, then, and then I was making it a personal, personal mission to say, okay, well, check it out. I can make as much money as you without the degree. Mm-hmm. And and I started proving that over the years, but now I realized I was like, you know what? I was just scared to get back out of my comfort zone because I ain't been in school in so long, and I and I was like, oh, well, I'm making good money, so why why go? So that kind of encouraged me to be like, all right, you know what? Like, I'm gonna go back to school. I'm gonna start getting my business classes done, uh, which is gonna help me get into supervision. And then you know, with you saying you tag team with me on taking the class. It was kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. Um, that last thing you just said, the fear, mm. that's what makes it hard to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Comfortable being uncomfortable. Because when I, when I, because uh, you had to do a small application to ask you three questions for the uh, program. And it took me an hour to f- answer three questions. And what I kept on going back to was fear. Because mm. that's one reason why I, I never wanted to do be a man be a supervisor being any form of management because right. when I was 1920 uh, I was working in a call center uh, back in Louisiana got I got promoted for a soup solely just because I dressed nice this it just because I I woke up suit and tie 80 percent of the time it's like well you dress better than a soup you dress like management so we're gonna make you management my mom you say dress for the job you want not mm-hmm. the job you have That's so real. um I, you know my knowledge base was there for the company because it was tech support, so I know tech. So I was able to troubleshoot do all that stuff. So got promoted for the job, and probably within six months. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the dynamic of being nineteen twenty, supervising somebody who's thirty. Right. I'm telling you, hey, why right. are you late? Right. Yeah, that's tough. You know, that's hey, is is there a reason why you know you, you know you take an hour lunch, but you take an hour thirty minutes? You know, hey, you know, the job says do this, you know, you know, hey, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be saying this, but you're saying that, you know, hey, you know, you're doing tech support. You're not troubleshooting. You're just sending a technician. You're wasting the company's money. Right. Being 19, 20, I'm telling people twice my age. Right. Some some people older than that. Right. So they rebelled against it just because of my age. And 
honestly, I wasn't ready for that type of responsibility uh, personally, and I and I get that. And I got put back on the phone, and then I'm like, I have an I have an attitude problem. It's like, no, I'm a soup. You know, said, you know, there's no point for me to, you know. So I felt I, I was dealing with that issue of mm. being demoted, which is very uncomfortable. That's tough. And the company found a BS reason to let me go. Mm, politics is usual. So I was at the, I probably worked there company for probably like two years and nothing on my record. Um, I got in trouble for putting my hold and breaking it and putting them back without saying anything. They caught me doing that one time, mm. once. Right. And being on the other side, I see what some people do. And so, anyway, that happened. People people have done way more than that. Yeah. And still been straight. You know? Yeah. And been caught doing it. Yep. And still been straight. But they wanted, they want, they wanted to make an example. Of you. So that way, it's like, if we can get him... Right, we can get any of y'all. Right, so I, I was the scapegoat. Yep. So then, fast forward, probably three, four years later, I went to, uh, I was working at an, uh, another job, um, and got promoted to, uh, basically a soup and training type deal. Mm. I'll take soup calls, answer questions, but lead meetings, and the company, the lease was out in the building. It's like, well, it's cheaper for us to just let go of the lease, then renew it and pay everybody. So like if you want to wow. move to Dallas, you know you can, and we'll still keep the same job for you. I'm not moving to Texas. <laughs> Why would I move to Dallas? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would I do something that stupid? Oh yeah. So uh, times change. Right. That's but crazy. I use those as crutches. Right. As to why I wouldn't do it. Right. Because the first time, it was so much stuff that was outside of my control. And there was so much backstabbing and so much politicking. That's like, I don't really want, I don't want to be a part of that world. You agreed. Agreed. And, you know, uh, at my, at my current job, it's crazy when you're saying that how many black supervisors do you have? Fam. How many black members of management do you see? Fam. Not just here, anywhere in your life. It's just like, you need to be doing this. You you know the job. You're good with people. I'm like, uh, well, I'll I point the same thing. Well, you know, I, I tried it when I was younger, but, you know, it didn't work out. Right. I was using it as a crush, using it as a shield. Uh, so fast forward, whenever I put my put in for the application for the uh, for the development program, I use that. It's like, well, um, one reason why I want to do this is because I had a bad experience. So I had a fear of doing it. And I, I let that fear hold me back. Mm. So I'm tired of doing that. So I want to go ahead and just move past the fear. Right. So. I use that as a way to not have any more responsibility, but with the perception check with doing everything else, I realized that I need to move forward. And um, it's interesting. Uh, I was listening to Les Brown on the way over here, and he was talking about archery. Hmm. Because whenever you put an arrow on a bow, if you draw back this, if you don't draw back this string, the arrow doesn't go anywhere. Right. But when you draw back, you have the tension, you have stress, you have pressure. Ooh, that's life work man so if you don't have that pressure work man if i had a bell if ave would have left us a bell you know he got on that boat <laughs> i would be ringing it right now but if you don't have that pressure from being drawn back you can't you can't move forward right but on the opposite side if you push the the string forward and and you put the string on it you're not gonna do anything right it doesn't go because it's it's there's no tension to push it right if it's too easy if it's comfortable, 
Yeah. You don't go anywhere. No friction. No. Yeah. If you're stagnant. Yeah. The arrow doesn't move. The arrow in life doesn't move until you have pressure, stress, and you have something that's uncomfortable that's going to push you forward. Shit like that. Shit like that. That's (laughs) that's that fire, fam. That's that fire. That's a bar, fam. That's a bar. You You did some work. (laughs) <laughs> that, you did some work. That that was a bar right there. I I was watching a battle rap last night. That's why I'm I'm on my you good, culture you shit. <laughs> but but no, that's that's real life, fam. Like, could you imagine? Like, say we fast forward a year from now, and we're both members of management as supervisors. How crazy would that be? To be honest, the first time in my life I can see that mm. because I've led I've led fear hold me back for so long that's like I couldn't see where I'll be a year from now, five years from now. But like now that I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna move past fear. I'm move move past being comfortable all the time. Right. And which is which is crazy. Like that's that's oddly enough has how I paid off the student loan. It's like right. I'm, that's I'm, big. I'm, I'm 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 gonna start making payments on stuff. I'm gonna start actively doing stuff to pay off my debt, even though I can't see a way out of it. And like two years from by, it's like, oh, it's it's paid off already. It's gone. Right. And so it's like. I see results that happen when you're uncomfortable. Right. And they work even taking off of professionally the podcast. I was terrified day one doing this. <laughs> I remember that. Yo. Yeah. I'm not I, I I'm somebody who does not like speaking in front of people, even though it is us in a room recording. My voice goes out to thousands of people now, that which is insane you, to me. That can judge you. That can call you on your shit. Like, yeah, for real. So it's a risk. Is it's a very thing that I was like, you know, originally I was only supposed to be producing. I was supposed to be the background guy. Rock was not supposed to be yeah, you an active member of this show that's whatsoever. True. That's true. But it's like uh the first episode's like, hey, uh, we're talking about this, you know, uh, would you mind just doing it for one episode? Right. Didn't say anything about Got two, him. three, or four. He said this do one. Yep. yep. And that's what that's all it takes for you to get to to move forward just one just take one step yeah because we're so conditioned to think worst case scenario yeah and once you actively think about it what's the what's the worst thing that could happen if you apply for this job so you know what's the worst thing that could happen if you go back to school i fail and if it's not death right why aren't you doing it right and if, if if once you know what the worst thing is, if you know how to counter what the worst thing is, no, there, there's no reason for you not to move on it. Yeah, no, you're right. You're 100 percent right. It, it's 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 basically just identifying a problem. Like we were, we took a class. Um, it was a coaching. They they took all the coaches and, and put us in a, a eight hour seminar on Thursday, and um. One of the things they talked uh, to us was about uh, growth, mm-hmm. uh, and they had an acronym for it. I don't remember the whole thing. I wrote it down on a sheet of paper, but I left it at work. But basically, G was for goals, um, and R was for um, I think recognition of like your obstacles, like um, you know what what's gonna get out of uh, in your way, and then O was somehow led to like solutions, like what. What are, what are the solutions to get around? Opportunities. Yeah, the opportunities. Like, uh, sure, why not? That works. Uh, <laughs> and W was basically for, like, your willingness to commit. 
So all you got to do is find out like, what's the goal? The goal is to go to school. What's the worst thing that could happen? Well, I could fail a class. Okay, cool. Well, what, what, what would you do to subvert that? Or to make sure that you're not going to fail the class. Can you get a, a study buddy? Can you take the class with, with a partner that's going to work with you? You know, can you befriend someone in the classroom? What What is going to get you there? And then how committed are you to actually doing that? And then whatever that is, you're going to grow. That's literally all you got to do. And I think we're we're going through that process now because, you know, two years ago when we first started this, like we're light years, light years away from that. Oh, absolutely. Like I, I, I literally cannot recognize the person I used to be, which is a good thing. Right. Um, it's funny because I, in my, in my walk of life now, I see people where I used to be at mm. and that's crazy. It frustrates me because it's like, how do I get them to move? Right. Cause I did it. Right. Cause like, I'm I, yo, swear to God, it's somebody at my job today who was the uh 2016 version of rock wow and like i see it overly negative over crucial over uh you know overbearing on yourself you never take any wins never take credit for anything and it's that like was definitely you that was definitely you and it's like man how what can i do to move this person and it's crazy you know what's crazy? You know how I could tell you're light years from where you were? The fact that you, you're thinking about how to move a person rather than how to move yourself. That's that's some next <laughs> level. Like that, that's dope. But it, it, it's so crazy because once you... The, the, that's the thing about progress. Once you see it, once you know it's possible, it's like you know it's possible for anybody. Facts. So you... Which is... that That's one thing about me is I love helping people. You do. Which is another reason why people have been pushing me to go back into management. It's like, you love people. You may not like the process, but if, as long as you have people around you, you're okay. Right. And I think you'd be a great suit. So, it's, it's something I'm definitely a lot more open to, and I'm actually actively working towards it, but in doing that, I'm always thinking about action plans, coaching tips, how to improve people. So, it's like, what steps can I take? Mm-hmm. Um, like even which crazy, even with people who I play, uh, you know, card games with Yu-Gi-Oh with, it's like, well, what can I do to make somebody change their thought process to get to the next level? Right. And it, it's it's interesting because it's when it's the focus isn't on you, you and in, you inherently become better mm-hmm. because you have to be a better leader to help somebody else. Right. So you by helping somebody else, you help yourself along the way. Yeah. Which is what I think is pretty amazing. It's pretty dope. Yeah, this is raising awareness. Like all this is about raising awareness, and and when you're getting out of your com- your comfort zone, all you're doing is raising your awareness in an area that you didn't think you'd be okay in. That's literally is mm-hmm. because all right, I'm trying something that I'm I'm not really used to, and then you like for the, for instance the podcast, you didn't like speaking in front of people, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe to a certain degree, you still don't, you know, to a certain extent, but you're more comfortable now than you were day one. You're way more comfortable oh absolutely. Now. Than you were day one. Oh, I, I I cringe when I go back and listen to episode one. It's hard, fam. <laughs> it is. It is. I listen. I listen to episode. I did when we did episode one hundred. I listened to episode one hundred. I listened to episode fifty. Episode episode twenty five and episode one. Mm. There's <laughs> a lot of growth there. It's great. Like just those those episodes, like mm-hmm. one twenty five, fifty, and a hundred. Like the leaps that you can see in cadence and confidence in like like i think 
I think one of twenty five. The the big leap was um, audio and chemistry. I think mm-hmm. those are the two biggest leaps I, I saw from episode one and twenty five. It's like, oh man, we get, we found our pocket. You know, yeah, yeah. It's like when when someone's rapping and they get into the, the pocket of their flow, it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, like they're in now. Mm-hmm. It, it like it's over. And then twenty five to fifty, it was just like a a quantum leap as far as like like structure because we had segments now we mm-hmm. had we had uh segues you know even though hey was still trash at them boy we, we, we <laughs> yo from chris brown to chris, chris brown to chris kiss that beat fail oh um, no infamy <laughs> um yeah dog it's just like it's powerful fool like mm-hmm. and then i think 75 is the one that started the fight right yeah, yeah. So she probably started to fight at old girl's crib. So you know, like, so now we're we're not making quantum leaps in us. We're making quantum leaps in other people damaging relationships. <laughs> like, like, I'll know if somebody's divorce letter got paid. Damn, <laughs> bam, should got legal shit. But, but <laughs> trust me, I, I've done it. Experience. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's just it's dope. And then one hundred is just it's just a, like a celebration where everybody kind of. Gave it back, gave the love back to us that we've been mm. giving out. So, um, it's just extending your territory. Like our awareness, like grew each and every single time, and I, I just feel like we, we're doing that in our personal lives. And I think that would be something great for everybody, for the most part. My wife wants to do Toastmasters. Like yikes! And and when I took that professional class, whatever, because mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the name. Um, I'm just gonna call it AP because that's the yeah. only thing I can remember. But when I took that, um, that came up because it's a it's a business course. It counts as a core business class mm. for um, our job purposes. And so I was like, okay, cool, I'll take it. Well, then my wife was like, yo, I want to take it too because I get nervous talking in front of people. So now I get to do something, which like is crazy because I would never think that you wouldn't because her job is in front of people, yeah. actual people. But they're kids. They're like four. What are you gonna say? I'm, I you mean, suck. Right. No, I mean, they would say that. <laughs> Did you stutter? Like, <laughs> my mom doesn't stutter. That's a wrong prepositional phrase. <laughs> oh my god! I don't even know what that. I don't even know what that means. I'll leave you. I just do some with grammar. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but l- let me ask you this: What advice would you give to somebody to get out there uh, to get more comfortable doing things that are uncomfortable for them? Uh, I'd say listen to Speak Between the Lines podcast. I think that would be a great start. Uh, hit the subscribe button, share with somebody that you know you think would benefit from hearing this. Oh, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not surprised at all about that. <laughs> I mean, if, if you want to know one thing that would get you there, uh, no, nah, man, it, it honestly, um, I think you just gotta want, you gotta want something better. Like I, you know how they always say you gotta begin with the why. Mm-hmm. I never liked that because I couldn't figure out what what my why was. It always seemed like I don't know, but it's it's actually accurate. Like you you gotta you gotta start with with you want something, and maybe I maybe I like want versus why. Yeah, better. I don't know something about the why is just like well, what is your why? Like, I, I right. could fam. It's, it's W H Y. That's it. All the year. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my why. Cause I'm the cause, nigga. Cause what a yacht. Cause I wanna get this clock, nigga. Man. 
<laughs> but but like to step out of your comfort zone, um, it could be something so small, like helping somebody out. Like they asked you to do something. Like I remember how I met my homeboy Callie. Uh, I was living in Louisville and I got off of work. I was walking up to my apartment and there's some dude I never said I never met before. Yeah. Never seen him. Uh he's moving furniture uh for his homegirl. And then uh he was like, Hey, uh, you mind helping me out? Right? Now I could have said, nah, kick, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm tired. I'm I'm you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, I got you. Like, like I threw on my my uh, basketball um shorts and everything like that, a t shirt. And just start helping him moving furniture. Lo and behold, now this dude, one of my best friends, like he was at the gender reveal. Yeah, yeah. All that happened just because of me stopping, tying that back to like stepping out of your comfort zone. Like because I did that, stepped out of that comfort zone. One, I gained a friend. Two, I didn't know he he produced music, so I ended up going to studio sessions with him. Like all these things happened just because I took one simple small step that didn't seem significant at all in the moment, mm-hmm. and it just built this whole relationship. Yeah, it could be the same thing with taking a class, you know, taking taking a um. What did Jim Rohn used to say? Jim Rohn would say, uh, "You're only as good as the last class you took." And basically, like, if you haven't taken a class in a while, you're not that good anymore. Like, your 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 skills are dulling. Your your awareness is becoming dull. You're not as sharp as you used to be. You're not developing mm. like you used to be. Yeah. Kobe do the same thing, man. Kobe Kobe, it, it was like a a spokesperson for like consistently working. Always a student. Always. Even when he was the master, he was the student. Like I remember, um, and we're not gonna get too deep into that because um, I'd like to. I still want to do an episode on that uh, when we're all back together. But um, even when he was retired and he was trying to work on getting uh, his daughter to learn new moves, he would call basketball coaches to see, like, hey, what kind of plays should I run for a twelve-year-old? Or he called Jordan and was like, hey, what were you thinking uh, when you were taking jump shots? And yeah, he yeah. was like, well, what age? He was like 12. <laughs> he was like, I'm not thinking I'm not nothing. Saying. I was playing baseball. <laughs> like, but Don't do that. <laughs> he was, yeah, please don't. But he was still the student, even though like this dude was certified. If it ain't, fam, if, it, if, if the master still got to be the student, fam, the student got to be the student forever. That ain't that sounded so much smarter in my head than when it came out. Mm. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna bring that Jordan thing back in a second. But yeah. uh, for me, because uh, like it's interesting because I like I see myself in other people back in 2016, and for me it was belief. Mm. Um, I didn't have a belief in myself for my abilities. Right. Uh, so. If that's you, the first thing I would say is surround yourself with people who can instill that belief in you. Right. Because you have to think that you're able to do it eventually. So if you don't bar somebody else's belief. God, well, I feel like they were marketing all day. No, you know what's crazy? Because as soon as you said that, um, that's how I ended up speaking um, Mm -hmm. at the briefings. Mm -hmm. I never spoke in front of the crowds. I was not popular in high school. I didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of friends. I didn't go to a lot of parties, like ever. I didn't club. And 
I shouldn't have been able to be able to speak well at all in front of a crowd of people. Right. The only reason that worked out for me is because I had a multitude of people saying, hey, you can do it. You, you should it. be able to do this. Mm -hmm. And then they gave me a date that I didn't want to do it. And they were like, well, tough luck. You're going to do it. And I was shook. Mm -hmm. I remember I studied so damn hard to do one damn presentation and it I didn't die. Mm. You know what you know what it is? Um when you're doing it for yourself, you can fail. Mm. Because you you already know that you can't do it. Or right. you think you know that you can't do it. But if you do have to do it for somebody else, you don't want to have fail in front of them. That's true. So That's you're gonna push yourself much harder. Way harder. Than if you were doing it for yourself. Cause if let's say I, I want to learn how to 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 drive a standard car. And I know I can't do it, so I can rent a car and I mess it up. Like, oh, okay, I knew I couldn't do it. Right. But if I have my brother's like, you know what, you can do it. I believe in you. I'm let you drive my brand new car that's standard. Right. Because I I know you can do this. Right. You gonna try way harder. The, or if your mom got to move and the only yeah. thing that can get her where she needs to go, it has to be a stick shift. Yeah. Like a U-Haul stick shift. So even though I don't think those exist, but they do. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. So but like, trash. okay, that's yeah. true too. <laughs> but like, no, seriously, like mm -hmm. if the pressure's on and it's for someone, what, what's the, the, or the story about the burning building where it's like, you know, if you had uh, a baby in a burning building, you would you would get the gumption yeah. and the adrenaline to do something superhuman that you couldn't do under any other circumstance. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, when you're fighting for others, you fight harder than you fight for yourself, especially if you don't have to believe in yourself yet you to do it. Ooh, that was Ooh, nice. That was a bar. God, shit like that. that. But so my first thing would be belief. Yep. You then point. once you have that, once you get a win, trust the win. Yeah, because that was that was one thing that I did. Is like I would get a win, but like, uh, uh, I got it. But well, I did it. But there was always a but. There was something mm. that was there to always negate what the win was. You so working, second boy. thing is take the win. You working? Keep going. All right. So for the for the third thing is what we were saying earlier. Right. Is what's the worst thing that could happen? Right. If you move forward. On whatever your dream is or whatever you're uncomfortable about, what's the worst thing that could happen? And if it's not death or something dramatic to you and your family, you have to go ahead and take the first step, which is the final thing is, is take action. Right. Um, because from our days in network marketing is I, I'm somebody who would over plan for everything. It's like if, if I don't have the answer to every single every single circumstance that's going to come up, I didn't act. But in which oddly enough is one thing that comes up in my job now in customer service is somebody somebody asks a question. Let's say they ask, "Well, why is this bill this much?" Mm -hmm. And I'll see the answer, but I'll go look for five other questions just mm -hmm. in just, just in, in case. case. Yep. Just in case. Okay, well that makes sense. But what about this? I'm happy you asked. Right. right. I have, here's the answer. Yep. I I'm happy it. that you asked that. I looked at that as well. But yep. it's just. What's the answer? Give it. Right. Take action. Take one step. And in most cases, once you take that one step and you realize it's not that bad, it's easier to take the second. Facts. And just keep on. T and at that point, you're walking. Facts. You're moving. So that is advice I'll give somebody to get out their comfort zone. I love that, boy. So the one thing I did want to go back to was the Jordan thing. Oh, yeah. Um, Because when you said it, 
Um, and I know he said it in, in jest and joking, but is you have somebody at the top of their game off of three championships and said, I'm comfortable doing something outside of what I'm the greatest of all time in doing. That's crazy. And doing something I'm the worst at. That's crazy. And staying there. Yep. Think yeah, about that's that. That's crazy. Literally. He gave up everything. The person who's the greatest of all time, arguably for y'all LeBron people. That's not arguable for you LeBron people. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, like, that that would be literally Steph Curry saying, I'm quitting basketball, yeah. even though I can play another four or five years to go play golf. Because it's fun to me, and I think I think I'm good enough to do it professionally. That's you, even, that's a perfect example. Even though Tiger Woods is out there, right? Even though there is Roy Olympians, McElroy, all them, yeah, yo. Yep. Even though you have no legitimate chance for somebody on the outside looking inside, why would you do something like that? Right? Why would you be successful at that? Why would you think you like the arrogance to think that you would be successful? Right? At that? Right? Just shut up and dribble. Yeah. L- literally. Right. Right. Is all time great three championships. Define the triangle offense with Pat. Yep, and it's like you know what? Feel, but I got you. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna leave it all behind. Yep, and I'm gonna go do something else that I'm not proven in. Yep, that people will understand, and I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. So if somebody at the apex can do it, who mastered their comfort zone mm-hmm. and still actively being better in it. Mm-hmm. What excuse do we have? To right. not apply for a job. Right. To not try to pick up the phone and call a kid or whatever it is for you. Right. No, that's real. That's so, real life right there. Like, that's a rap, boy. You killed that. You, that's all you I killed got. No, nah, you killed that. Shoot. I ain't got nothing to add to that, dog. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to mess that up. Because he, like Jordan, like, I'm not going to let you hit the game winning shot and then come back. Play for the Wizards. I'm not gonna add nothing to this. This, this, this is where we stop. <laughs> like, play the music. We're good. We're good. All right. So, if uh, for the guys listening, if you guys have anything that you want to add to it, if you want to tell us about a time that you were uncomfortable, or if you wanted this advice on things that you can try or things you do to try to get out of your comfort zone, definitely hit us up yeah. at speedtwinslines at gmail.com or yep. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we Definitely would love to hear your thoughts and opinions of the show since the voice memo, and we'll definitely play it on air, live, unedited, unedited. whatever the content is, negative, yep. positive, or indifferent. Um, there's nothing else. Oh, check. I play music. Yeah, I was about to say, you're doing a whole read and no music. <laughs> <laughs> now what you going to say? It'll be fixed in post. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up, man. But yeah, that's all we got, man. Uh, speak between the lines, man. It's your boy, Young Rez. This is J Rock. <sighs> I was thinking about King Ave. He's on the building. Yeah, I noticed that. But wait, how do we do the. I'm, I think this. Because, so it's normally, he'll start it. Yeah. And then. It's so it's it's normally yeah that's why he ain't signing off. If it's nothing else, King A signing off. J Rock, Young Rez, people to the lines. We out of here. One. All right, we did that. Yeah, and we're not, and we're gonna leave it at that. Even though he's not signing off today. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We we, we, we give a little bit. It's cool, man. Just get back safe, fam. Stop playing with them 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 cruises and everything. There's a reason they're giving people deals on all these cruises. Okay, so it's gonna be messed up. But yeah, how much darker do you think Abe's gonna come back? How much darker? Yeah.
Because these crews are outside. Like, like probably like Wesley Snipes level. Maybe Mr. Popo. He might. Popo. Yeah, he might. I mean, that nigga. <laughs> that nigga ate my closest eyes and like vanished. <laughs> like, the nigga. Like, shoot, we got a good thing daylight saving time is here, dog. Because I don't think he's going to make it, man. Like, yo, you got to record at night? Yo, yeah. what the, we're, we're out of here. That nigga. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, man. Speak to the loud, man. One, two.